If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, everyone? It's Juan coming to you all live on episode number two of Juan Final Point. Tonight, I have a very special guest, my first guest um, appearing on the show. His name is Andy Gilbert, and he will be calling in live from his home in Rockford, Illinois. We will be discussing the Packers and 49ers game. We played live on Sunday night out west. We'll have a brief conversation about the Bears and their um, unfortunate season thus far. And I'll also be having a brief follow-up on some of the current events that are affecting our country as we speak today. This is episode number two of One Final Point, being recorded on Wednesday, November the 20th, 2019. I hope you all enjoy. On episode number two, we have quite the lineup here set up as we jump in right away, um, you know, into the first few episodes here. And first and foremost, again, I just want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who you know, has already expressed their support. Um, I know I recorded my little demo uh, last night for those who are going to hear this on Thursday or Friday. Of course, that would have been a few days back. Um, and just the amount of support that I've received just in the past 24 hours has been enormous. So, of course, I thank all of you. Just a few quick notes here uh, before we move along. I uh, just want to announce that, of course, as I mentioned, the audio was horrid. Uh, during my last recording, my first recording, and that now moving forward, I'm uh, pleased to announce that I will have a mic. Uh, I now have a awesome microphone that I uh, got delivered today, courtesy of Amazon, of course. And because of that, well, now you can I can almost bet money that you can probably hear me a little bit better. And that's exactly what the goal was, so that I can you know, bring, bring a better uh, sounding podcast to the sound waves that, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're all listening to. So, so again, you know, that, that's been kind of the only big change since my last recording, um, you know, oh, and one other, one other thing, uh, the podcast can now be found on Spotify and that can simply be, uh, that can be found if you just type in one final point over on the Spotify app. And the podcast should show up. For those who are asking if the podcast is going to be on Apple, uh, Apple uh, Music or iTunes or, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, um, I am currently working on that as I, as we speak, um, as of the recording of this audio. So hopefully within the next few days here, we can get something figured out with, with Apple and, and kind of what, you know, what their rules are for uploading, you know, content to their, to that platform. But, in the short term, let's go ahead and get started with some of the uh, topics we're going to talk about today. Um, so we're going to start off with a little bit of current current events that are kind of happening ac- across across the United States. Um, 
you know, and, and really the, you know, the big thing that's in the news right now is that, you know, the impeachment inquiry, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Congress over in Washington, D.C., they're, you know, adamant about getting President Trump impeached. And there's obviously two sides to the story. You know, there's 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 those on the right who see this as just another waste of time. Uh, and there's those on the left who absolutely are adamant about seeing the president go down and, you know, and getting convicted of some sort of crime. And, you know, where, where I stand on all this, it's... It, it's difficult, you know. It's difficult to take a stance because, while, you know, I I may have supported the president when he was running back in 2015, 2016. You know, it, so much has happened in the past three years now that it's, you know, it's it's hard. You know, it's it's hard for me to to continue to voice my support for someone who, who while I do realize has brought some good to the country has also brought some, some harm and some bad. And, you know, I know, I know I have plenty of Twitter followers who may not like that, who are going to probably rip me to shreds for, for what I just said, but you know, it's, it's quite frankly, it's the truth. And unfortunately, um, you know, the way things are looking now, there's just been there. I think that there is enough to maybe, you know, get them get them impeached and and to to move these hearing forward hearings forward um now the house the house can certainly impeach them but with the republican controlled senate it's very unlikely that obviously the impeachment proceeding would move anymore uh would move forward in the senate and i i you know i guess I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, again, you know, there's, it's just, there's so many sides to the story, so many sides to, to the, this impeachment inquiry. Um, but, you know, if, if what everyone is saying is true and, and whatever, you know, what everyone is saying is factual with regards to what the president has done, uh, in, in the past, you know, in, in the, in the recent past, really, um, then, I mean, yeah, you know, some some of the things, yeah, he it's it's certainly impeachable. You know, they're impeachable offenses. Um and, and you know, to be quite honest, you know, I, I haven't been I guess glued to my phone screen, you know, reading about the stuff that, that's been going on. Um but you, you hear you hear snippets of it. And just kind of what I've, you know, been hearing with the ambassadors who um you know, who have had conversations with the president and this whistleblower who, you know, be, that who really opened up the the whole impeachment inquiry in the first place. You know, the the whole this whole inquiry opened after a whistleblower basically alleged that um, the president had abused the power of the presidency, uh, that he was secretly pressuring the president of Ukraine to, uh, you know, take actions which would basically help him. Help him in his 2020 election real uh, re-election campaign, and you know, based based on what I guess what the witnesses are saying, you know, the witnesses basically are indicating that Trump and other top officials uh, pressured the the highest the highest leaders of Ukraine and other foreign nations to to uh, to announce you know to publicly announce politically motivated investigations into countries uh, 
and uh, companies such as Burisma, um, which for those who don't know, basically Burisma was a you know Ukrainian company where uh, the the son of former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, had worked, and basically they you know the president I guess allegedly wanted. Ukraine to go on and investigate all the alleged, you know, uh, you know, under, uh, undercover deals and the workings that were kind of taking place, you know, behind the scenes. And it, it's just a huge mess, you know, and this, this whole inquiry basically started because of that. And it started back on, if I believe it was September the 24th of this year. And, um, you know, to be, to, to be quite honest, you know, I I get what the Democrats are trying to do here, you know, and they, they really just want to they want to get to the bottom of this and they want to investigate um, what's been happening and, and what, you know, what didn't happen, what did happen and, and what, you know, along with, uh, you know, the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, you know, they're all and Nancy Pelosi, obviously the Speaker of the House, you know, they're all they're all on this mission to, to find out the truth. And that's great and all, but it's tearing this country apart. This country is, 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 it's quite literally, you know, it, it really is falling apart. There's just no, I just feel like some days I just feel like there's nothing really holding this country together anymore, you know? And yeah, you know, obviously we all have a certain degree of patriotism. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love my country. Uh, I'm sure plenty of my listeners also love their country and and would not want to be anywhere else, and that's great. But you know, stuff like this, it's you know, as a historian, you know, we I studied the Nixon impeachment, the Clinton impeachment of the '90s, and just whenever this happens, there's there's just so much turmoil and unrest, you know, amongst among so many different groups of people and it it's it's just it's difficult you know it's difficult on a country to get through this um and now with the 2020 election coming up it it just adds you know it just adds fuel to the fire you know um the 2016 election was was absolutely brutal um with respects to you know all of the uh, controversy and just how politically divided the country got during that and after that election. And we're still feeling the effects of it now. And for there to be another election in just a few, a few months here, plus this impeachment inquiry, the inquiry that's happening at the moment, it's, it's going to be tough. And, you know, as a country, we just gotta, just gotta find a way to kind of, you know, to, to stick together and to, to make it through all this because, you know, we, the, really the only thing I think that, or one of the big factors right now that's that's kind of holding us together is, is the fact that we do have a strong economy. You know, this this country this country is not, at least in the short term, and, and I, I I emphasize that point the short term. Econ- economically speaking, this country is doing very well. And in the short term of things, you know, the, the economy is going, is, is, I think, able to kind of take a little bit of that, of that, of that, uh, that instability when it comes to, you know, that social instability away. 
But, you know, once, once the economy goes down, if it, you know, if it does, whenever that may be, um, hopefully not soon, hopefully not ever, obviously, but, you know, as, as we all know, the way that capitalism works, you know, it's, it's a, a small, small recession is bound to happen, you know, just a matter of time. And let's, let's just hope that when that does happen, that this country is more socially and politically unified. Um, and you know, even spiritually, spiritually unified is as weird as that sounds, but it, it's just, you know, it, it's just something that, it's just something that, you know, to take into consideration. And, um, we, it's just a matter of, of coming together and just being one, being a whole, being a whole nation once again. But, yeah, so that, you know, that, again, the impeachment inquiry that's happening right now, that's just one of the many things, um, that's happening at the national level. Uh, you know, and another topic, another topic for discussion, uh, something that I actually, uh, tweeted about yesterday on my personal page, which you can all follow, uh, at BearsFanatico94. Um, you know, the, the city of Chicago, I guess, went a whole 24 hours or so, you know, something like, something like that to that extent without a reported shooting. Um, and I know a lot of you, you know, were, were saying, oh, you know, that, that's a great thing. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And you know, it is, you know, it, it really honestly is a, a city, which obviously, you know, I, I love the city of Chicago. Um, you know, love visiting. I was just there this weekend, you know, spent the whole day out there. Um, just, just an all around, just amazing city. Um, and for a news report to come out like that, you know, that there weren't any reported shootings for a whole day, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really good to hear because there's just been so much bloodshed in that poor city. Um, and obviously I don't, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to name, um, specific, um, what do you call it? Specific, um, examples, but you know, it's, we, we just always hear about it. And I just feel like, I just feel like as, you know, as listeners and as viewers of the news and, you know, what we read, what we see, you know, we just, I guess we just become so accustomed to it that we don't really take it into consideration anymore that all these people are dying or all these people are getting shot. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's nice to see that at least for one, for one day, no one was, no one became a victim of a bullet and, you know, that's, that's just great to hear. Now, I, I know some of you were saying, well, oh, well, it was reported. Well, you know, maybe there's some people that who didn't report it. And, you know, I obviously, you know, quite frankly, I don't, I don't know what the case is with that. You know, I don't know how that all works. I just simply saw the story and I, you know, was kind of reading through it and I, I shared it. I ultimately said, you know what, this is, it's something that's worth sharing. Uh, it's a positive news story, obviously. And, you know, I wish that, I wish that more, uh, I wish that that was the case more often, but unfortunately, you know, we live in a, we live in a reality that just isn't, that just isn't the case. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, and yeah, that it's just, it's, it's hard, you know, it really is hard. And I, I do feel for the people, um, you know, the people in the city down there in Chicago who, have unfortunately lived through many, many decades of this, you know, of this gun violence and, um, 
And that's obviously not just the case in Chicago. You know, here in Milwaukee, um, you know, particularly up on you know the north side of Milwaukee, the northwest side, it's 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 particularly rough up there, up there as well with you know the amount of violence that that happens. And um, so it's, I just wish that you know obviously more people would kind of think before they acted and maybe realize that you know what what they're doing is obviously not is not okay and that it will have a long-term effect on the well-being of of the person who is ultimately their um their victim so uh with with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and take a quick break um and then when we when i return rather um gonna go ahead and get into the next subject of of discussion which is going to be probably some sports um you know primarily chicago sports and some of the matchups that are coming up here on Sunday, um, in particular the Giants and Bears game and um, the Packers and Niners game also is up on Sunday night. So we'll take a look at those two, you know, those two games and kind of see what, what we're going to be up against here. And um, also going to look at the, I guess, the future of the Bears and what the season means for, you know, for for the, the home team here. And I guess, you know, Mitch Trubisky and how he – just has not been performing to the level that I guess all of us thought he was going to be performing at by this point. So yeah, I'll be uh, taking a quick break and when we return, we'll get into all those subjects. So we will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to the show, and I am pleased to introduce my next guest, my first special guest, really. His name is Andy. He's coming to us live uh, from Rockford, Illinois. So please give a warm welcome to my good friend, Andy Gilbert. And before he introduces himself, though, I just want to make it known that you can follow him on Twitter. His handle is at AndyGilbert1994, and he is willing and more than willing to give you a follow back because I know he's just that good of a guy. So feel free to um, go ahead and start uh, introducing yourself, sir, to all of the listeners, and we can start our discussion on the Bears, uh, excuse me, the Packers and Niners game this Sunday night. All right. Thank you, Juan, for having me on. Um, I am a big Packers fan. I have been for a while. Um, I remember watching Brett Favre with my uncle, and at the time I thought his name was Brett Favre. Um, and then he corrected me, and ever since then, I've been a Packers fan. Um, I, I live in enemy territory, but you know what? You do too. So, you know, it's all fun. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, again, you know, I, I, I just want to express my uh, my sincerest gratitude to you. Um, you know, I, re- I really do appreciate you, you know, hopping on, uh, really, at, you know, at short notice. Um, <laughs> but, hey, you know what? got to do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're looking, we're looking at this Packers team, you know, this, this, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll just go ahead and say it, you know, as much as it hurts me to say it, um, you know, y'all are good. You know, the Packers are playing well this year. Um, you know, it's just, it's, I, I really underestimated, I guess, you know, the, uh, Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, 
they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Talent, I guess, that the Packers are going to have this year. And I see you're, you know, you're chuckling on the, on the video to all of you guys who can't obviously see this. Um, he is laughing at me, and that's fine. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously, you know, the, the 49ers are entering, you know, week 12 with the NFC's best record. Um, you know, they're 9-1. and one, They're facing the Packers. They're 8-2. and two. Um, you know, what, what are we thinking here? You think that, you think that the Niners are going to be able to pull this one off at home or, you know, do you think that the Packers are going to stomp over all over the Niners over at, uh, over in San Francisco? I actually think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I don't think San Francisco is good as, I don't think they're as good as, um, many people think, um, if you look at their schedule, they've only played two or three teams above 500, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And one of them games, they lost. The other one, I think they destroyed the Carolina Panthers 51-13. to um, With that being said, it is in California, and I'm worried about the trip over there because... I mean, we didn't do good our last time in California, obviously. Um, which was great, by the way. Um, yeah. Which was absolutely yeah. fantastic. You know, you all lost to the Chargers. Um, it's so obviously, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, you know, you just hate to see it, but. <laughs> I mean, at least we can make a field goal, though. So all right. that's all, all that matters. Right. All right. <laughs> Let's, let's moving um, on, moving on. <laughs> um, but. I do think that it's going to be a very close game. Um, I could see it going either way. I think a lot of it's going to have to do with um, the turnover battle um, and also who has the ball last because I think it's going to be a – whoever has the ball last I think is going to score, and that's who's going to win. But I do think the Packers could pull it off uh, 27-23. All right. So you're predicting 27-23, huh? Yeah. Dang. So, you know, obviously, I guess, you know, this this team, as I was alluding to a little bit earlier, um, you know, all, all offseason, I, I trash-talked. I won't lie. I trash-talked a lot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it was all about, you know, the Packers, you know, new head coach. It's going to be – Going to be a, it's going to be a really bad you know season for them up in Green Bay. It's it's just going to be bad. I remember. Yep, I, I know you do. I'm very well aware. <laughs> so what like what do you, like what do you think? I guess I'm asking. Like, what do you think happened? You know, why why do you think Lafleur and and Aaron Rodgers have been able to click? You know, I guess um, the way that they have. 
because they're both the same kind of competitive people and they want to continue to get better. Um, and also, I think a lot of it has to do with the culture. Um, we brought in Adrian Amos, um, Preston Smith, <laughs> <laughs> and Zadaria Smith, um, and Billy Turner. Um, but the three guys on defense have really changed the locker room, uh, especially Preston and Zadaria Smith, the Smith brothers. Um, they're not real brothers, but um, <laughs> I, they've really changed the culture. And I think that's what has been what has, like, fueled the team to continue getting better and work with each other and work for each other. Um, the last two years, I know things were really stale in Green Bay. Um, and it just needed to be a change. And I'm very pleased with who we have. Um, I'm very pleased we kept Mike Patton. Um, Kirk, all the... Olavalati, I think his like his name is. He's doing a very good job. Um, Mike Smith, who is also the outside linebackers coach, he's doing a really good job. Um, I think we just um, our culture has changed dramatically in a good way, and I think that's a reason why we're gelling so well right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, what what you know what I've seen from this team this year is just. I mean, I've been impressed personally. Um, you know, I know. A lot of my uh, a lot of my Bears followers on Twitter probably won't appreciate the fact that I'm you know on here, you know egging on the Packers so much, but <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things you know it's just you got to be realistic with I guess what with what's going on and what you know what's been going on up there up you know our neighbors to the north are are doing better than than I think a lot of us thought they were going to be and mm-hmm. now and I do personally mm-hmm. want to say because I know a lot of Bears fans are going to listen to this I. Do not hate the Bears. Uh, I respect them. Uh, the lie, the lie of the century, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not. <laughs> you know that. You know I don't hate the Bears. No, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you, only, just, you just hate the Vikings. <laughs> oh, that's one of the three teams I hate. Yeah, <laughs> but yes. What are the other two? Let's hear it. Patriots and Cowboys. Ooh. Oh, okay. The, the 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 Cowboys, yeah. I mean, I, I can see why. The Patriots. I mean, I, I'm under the assumption it's because it, you know it's the Patriots, and obviously, yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's a that's a conversation for a whole other day. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna come out and say it. You know, I think one of these two teams is going to the Super Bowl this year. You know, I really do think that. Um, the Packers, either the Packers or the Niners, are going to make it all the way. Now, who they face in the AFC, obviously, we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll be honest, I haven't really been following the AFC. Um, my bet or my best guess would be the Patriots, because you know why the hell not? You know, they're in the Super Bowl like every single year anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But I don't know what other AFC team is. Um, is prominent right now. I don't know if you do. Um, yeah. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are doing a very great job right now. Uh, okay. They had two very um, bad losses earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost to Cleveland, and <laughs> I think they lost to Kansas City. Uh-huh. Um, but that was before they started you know, clicking on all cylinders. Sure. And Lamar Jackson's just a machine right now. Yeah. 
Definitely, yeah. Lamar Jackson. I mean, I haven't, you know, I haven't really sat down to, you know, to watch a Ravens game. You know, I, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, ba- based on what I'm hearing, based on what, you know, everyone else says on, you know, obviously online, you know, the, the guy's really balling out out there. You know, the Ravens are 8-2. and two. I'm looking it up right now. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, yeah, they're, they're just doing, they're doing really well. And I, you know, I'm happy for Lamar Jackson, honestly. I am too. Because he's, you know, he's really proving himself to be a a really, really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone else who actually I really respect a lot in the AFC, um, and I'm sure, you know, you probably know a little bit about this. Uh, No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. Yes. I I don't know. There's something about that kid. You know, I, I really like watching him play. Um, and I think he was named the AFC player of the week this year. Um, you know, and I, I mean, (laughs) he deserves it. Honestly, I think he's a great player. You know, I have no issue with the bills. I personally hope the bills do well. Um, you know, I, I like what I see out of Josh Allen and I know I just, I really, I really enjoy it. You know, I really like seeing what he's doing out there. So you you can easily build a team around him. You can. He, he certainly has the arm, you know, he, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen him make some of those deep throws and, you know, they're, they're really, I mean, I don't know, you know, it, he just, he looks good and they, you know, the, the bills as a whole are looking decent. You know, I think there's, mm-hmm. they're seven, three right now over in the AFC East and, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. But, um, really quickly, I know, I know you were meant to come on and talk about the Niners and the, uh, and the uh, you know the, the Packers on Sunday night, but let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the Bears a little bit mm-hmm. and what's uh, what's kind of transpired here over the past few weeks. So the Bears currently are sitting on uh, you know four and six, you know third place in the NFC North, um, only above the Lions. Um, but the Lions, obviously, you know we don't talk about the Lions because we hate the Lions. But I don't know. I just I just kind of I guess. I guess I kind of want to get like an outsider's perspective. Um, but like, what what do you think? What do you think's been going on with the Bears? I guess and and with like the failure that the offense has had this year. I I can't put a finger on it, but I think that a lot of it has to do with the play calling. Mm-hmm. Um, the play calling is I know I follow a lot of Bears fans. Um, <laughs> a lot of people have talked very bad about the play calling. And I'm starting to wonder if Mitch is not the guy for that scheme anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mitch is a great guy, uh, no doubt about it. He's put his heart out there. He's trained. He's looked good in some games. Um, he's looked terrible in others. Um, but I just don't think he's the answer for Chicago. Um, and I personally don't even think Cam Newton is. I know a lot of Bears fans want him. Um, but I just, I think they just got to start over from, they got to draft someone and go from there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you feel about that. And I want to hear your opinion on that. Yeah. So I, you know, I've, I've obviously been, you know, I've been a huge Mitch, Mitch Trubisky supporter. Um, mm-hmm. you know, my, my followers know that, um, I'm sure you know that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I, 
it's been really unfortunate to see him, you know, to see him go down and to see him struggle. And it's, you know, I don't know. It's, I, I think it's a combination of, you know, coaching and uh, him as a player. Um, he's obviously not performing to a level that is acceptable, you know, for a third year, you know, almost, yeah, almost third year uh, quarterback. And yeah, I don't, you know, to be quite honest with you, I don't, I don't know exactly what the answer is right now. You know, I, I want to wait until the season's over to make any definitive conclusions as to what could be or could not be the answer. And then, you know, just go from there. So whether that means drafting a new Q, you know, new quarterback in the offseason, um, you know, there, there's all that hype around Cam Newton. You know, uh, I even saw Alex Smith. Alex Smith being brought up. And I I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. So I guess I guess it's just a matter of, of, seeing, of seeing where, you know, what happens here in the near future. And... I guess I don't know. Just we like just got a lot of play out. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. But do you do you think that the, the defense has taken a step back, or do you think it's because they're on the field so much? And where's Eddie Jackson been? Huh. All right. So you know, I don't. I don't think that the defense has necessarily taken a step back. Um. I would say it's more of the fact that yeah they are on the are on the field you know so much more so I mean so much more frequently than last year um, you know last year we were marching on the field um, you know our you know the the uh, the series were lasting longer and um, but yeah obviously that's not the case this year and I think the defense is just kind of getting worn out and you know there's been games where you know you really don't even see Khalil Mack playing to the same level that he did last year. And I know fans are pointing that out too. But, again, you know, it's it's just a matter of, you know, it starts at the top, you know. And I think I think that there needs to be a serious conversation about, you know, I guess Matt Nagy, his play calling, um, you know, what like what, what the hell's happening, you know, what the hell happened to Mitch Trubisky in the offseason that all of a sudden he just sucks. Um, but... Again, you know, it's for me to sit here right now and make definitive uh, conclusions or definitive predictions as to what exactly needs to change is a little difficult for me. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll just have to wait and, and see until uh, until the off season, and, and then we'll just go from there. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, that's probably going to do it for today. Uh, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, it's very much appreciated and, you know, you're, you're the first, you're my first guest and, you know, it's, it, it was, it was very enjoyable and it was, a, it was awesome to talk to you for a few minutes and mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully we have you back on. Oh yeah. And, you know, I, especially if, you know, if the Packers make it to the postseason, um, I'm sure, you know, you'll be on here to talk more, uh, more trash talk to me because, you know, why, why the hell won't you? Um, <laughs> but definitely. So as I said, um, follow Andy at Andy Gilbert, 1994 on Twitter. Uh, he's a great guy, you know, for all you all who are, who are Bears fans, you know, he, he's a Packer fan that you definitely can follow and you won't get, uh, you know, you won't get harassed on the daily. So that's always good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so 
With that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and when I return, we'll be giving, we'll be giving you all my final, uh, my final point for the evening. So we'll be right back. Once again, I just want to give a huge thank you to my good friend Andy Gilbert for coming on the show tonight and providing his insight into the 49ers and Packers game, which will be airing on Sunday night on NBC. Um, his knowledge and insight into the game and the team itself uh, was very, very well uh, taken, and I very much appreciate the fact that you know he took time out of his night to be on here with me tonight and to provide that knowledge that he has about the Packers team. Um, going forward, he, uh, Andy, will be a regular contributor to this podcast, and he will, um, he will be appearing often on the show to bring you more, you know, sports takes, particularly as they relate to the Packers and, um, you know, I, I look forward to I look forward to working with him here in the in the next few weeks, uh, months. You know that that this that this uh, podcast is is going on. That you know as as long as as long as this podcast is getting recorded um, on the weekly basis, which is currently the plan. Um, expect to hear him on here. Uh, you know a lot more. So once again, Andy, thanks a lot for you know all of the uh, for your time and for all the insight you provided. Um, earlier tonight and I just want to go ahead and wrap up the show with um, a quote here that I found you know earlier earlier tonight before I was uh, before I started recording and it's it's the following everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear um, and you know really that's the way I see it you know this this quote just kind of sums it all up you know it's you got to take chances you gotta, you just gotta go for it. And, you know, if, if you take that risk, you take that chance, um, more often than not, there's, there's a positive outcome on the other side of it. And sometimes, you know, we just, we just need to work for that and we just need to do that in order to get what we want. And I know certainly, you know, at this, at this point in my life, um, that's something that I'm trying to do more and more. Um, you know, just kind of taking the risk of, of going for, you know, going for a goal that I've, that I want to achieve. And if that means, you know, going through some hoops that maybe are a little risky, you know, I, it's, you know, I, I just got to go, I just got to do it. And, you know, I, I would encourage a lot of my followers and a lot of my listeners to, you know, do that, do that as well, because maybe the end result will be, will be a lot better than what, what you're dealing with right now. So. Uh, with that being said, um, I'd like to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, thank you again to all of you for taking the time to listen. Um, again, very much appreciated. Um, make sure to follow the uh, podcast page um, at one final point on Twitter. Uh, follow me at BearsFanatico94. And as I mentioned earlier, um, Andy, who will be a regular on the show, um, Make sure to follow him at Andy Gilbert 1994. He's also on Twitter. And on behalf of myself and on behalf of uh, Andy, thank you and have a great rest of your week and have a great rest of your evening. Good night.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.